the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's most respected, longest-running money show on radio, and I am Troy Harmon, here today with Jennifer Thomas and Shauna Theriault, and uh, they're both... Hey, y'all. Uh, they're both on the phone, and I'm in the studio with our producer, and... Uh, uh, we're everybody still quarantine style. That's right. Still social distancing. Uh, everybody at least an arm's length away. Um, <laughs> at least I said, and some of us are miles apart, which is uh, just fine during this time. Uh, got some interesting moves in the market. The market just seems like it will not stop going up, which is uh, if you're invested, that's a great thing, right? Yeah. Uh, last five days, we've seen the market gain 2.6%. And uh, would you guys have believed with all that's gone on? Obviously, year to date, we're still negative, 4.86%. We were down as much as uh, almost 34% between uh, February 19th and March 23rd. But one year, 12 months ago, we were 10.94% lower. So we have gained. 10.94% in the last 12 months. Wow. That is unbelievable. It really is. It is, uh, it is, uh, I mean, you have to rub your eyes and make sure, of course, be careful, make sure you wash your hands first, but you got to rub you your eyes. You can't touch and, your face at all. <laughs> that's right. Uh, you look at the individual sectors over the last 12 months, information technology, obviously, this was the story all last year. It's up 35.88%. In the last 12 months, uh, health care up 18.73, consumer discretionary up 13.5, the big losers, energy down 30.62, financials down almost 8% over the last 12 months. It's uh, It really is amazing to have uh, sat and witnessed all that we have in the last three months and then to stop and think that uh, the S&P 500 is positive almost well, that's about that's about its average over the last, you know, since 1925, isn't it? Uh, the annual so, average. So what, a little so what are you thinking, Troy? Are you thinking, you know, that there's some, you know, some pullback we're going to be getting or anything? Just, you yeah, know, is it, I, is it... I'll be the first to tell you that uh, that the valuation right now seems a little bit strong to me. When I look at uh, the forward price to earnings ratio, which is the current price divided by the expected earnings over the next 12 months uh we're over 23 now what's normal is around 17 times uh forward earnings for the for the uh s&p 500's price uh it's a bit lower than that when you look backwards over the last 12 months it's about 16 and a half is the long-term average but right now even that is stilted as well so uh i think the market has rebounded stronger than might have been justified um but at the same time you know, I, I've I've kind of likened what we're dealing with is is more of a um, 
a natural disaster than it is, you know, some right. kind of an issue like we Financial. had in 2007 or 8 where there's uh, fundamental problems with the system. I don't feel like the system is broken. I think what we've done is purposefully broke it, and I think everyone understands why. I would hope so by now. Uh, right. And, and uh, you know, when you, when you look at what's going on, it's going to be amazing to me. We had numbers out this week. Uh, showing us jobless claims, 2.1 million more people. So over the last two and a half months, we've seen about 40 million people file for unemployment. Uh, and and right. even after the 40 million, if you look, continuing claims are only about 21 million. So some of the folks that had filed for unemployment early in the situation are back have, in working. Exactly. Yeah, they've gone Which back to work. makes sense because things are starting to open up. And really, if you think about it, this S&P 500, that's all large cap companies, large capital, you know, larger that companies. That is, that is. I mean, if you look at the small cap sector, it may tell a different story, right? And the, it does. Small cap uh, companies are hurting a little bit more than the larger companies. That is true. They have not rebounded like like the larger companies have, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're on the on the bounce as well. Um, right. But, uh, you know, the, well, the you, thing is... You, you may have a lot of those smaller companies may even be companies that aren't even... You know, they don't trade. Oh, the yeah, ones that absolutely. will be lost. So, yeah, yeah. True. small businesses that are not, um, ac- that don't have the access to the financial markets are the ones that, that we're really watching the closest. Although nobody's invested uh, widespread in those, you know, the individual entrepreneur is uh, is, is right there and, and they do um, hire a lot of people in our in our economy. So, you know, it is very important for them to to be healthy as well. Uh, The one thing I've said is, you know, we're expecting numbers out next Friday uh, where we'll see what the unemployment uh, number is. And and some people are saying it might be as much as 19 and a half percent, which is absolutely phenomenally large. Uh, In our last economic downturn, I think we got close to 10 percent. Um, but again, you know, there were, there were, uh, fundamental issues, um, we were dealing with then that we're not now going into this just three months ago, we would have said, yeah, the economy's good. Uh, consumer's healthy. Everything's, everything's, uh, going to be okay. As long as that consumer holds up, uh, when you have three and a half percent unemployment, you can assume that things are going to be much better than when you have 19 and a half percent unemployment. But I think part of what we're seeing now is uh, some people aren't really in a rush to get back to work because they're getting extra money from the government uh, for their unemployment right now. I think after the end of July, you'll probably see uh, a huge um, decline in that unemployment number. And uh, after that time, it's going to be amazing to me if we don't get below 10 percent. But I don't think we'll go back to three and a half percent unemployment uh, you know, like we started this. In fact, there were a lot of people scratching their heads saying, how in the world do we have so much, um, uh, you know, such a, a robust consumer, um, although, you know, the economy was doing well. And not only that, their their wages were growing and, uh, you know, it, it made uh, everything a lot easier when, when you've got everybody that wants a job has a job and uh, their, their wages are growing. They actually feel good about uh, consuming yeah. a little more. Even some of the, you know, even though some things have opened back up and you are seeing that happen, they aren't even opening, or a lot of them aren't opening up to full capacity, which means that they're not bringing back all their employees or their employees are not working enough to where they're still getting unemployment in addition to what they're getting while they're still working. Right, right. 
Now, one thing that we did see this week, uh, the Conference Board Consumer Confidence Index was uh, reported, and um, it, it held somewhat steady in May, uh, which to me is amazing. The index now stands at 86.6. It's up from 85.7 in April, and there's two components to this, um, the present situation and the expectations. The present situation uh, declined a little bit from 73 down to 71.1, which tells us that the consumer confidence is not quite as strong this month as it was last. But the expectations actually improved from 94.3 last month to 96.9 this month, which shows you that uh, the the consumer is is hopeful that uh, that we're going to have a pretty significant recovery coming forward. Uh, you could probably assume a lot is in there. Maybe they've had the conversations with their employer about uh, when things are going to normalize, and, and uh, all of that plays into the confidence of the consumer. Um, some of the other things we saw, MBA mortgage applications rose 2.7%. Uh, and it was really all purchases. The purchase uh, side of that index was up 8.6%. And um, there was a, uh, that, that actually is a 54% increase since early April. Um, but then we did see refinance applications decline by 0.2%. So uh, a little bit of a mixed bag there. Uh, we got a lot of information about um, home sales. Um, we saw new home sales actually unexpectedly rose 0.6% month over month to an annualized rate of uh, 623,000 homes in April, uh, which beat the forecasts of a 21.9% decline. So, uh, you know, that without a doubt is uh, relatively good news, a lot better than than was expected. Uh, We also saw S&P Case-Shiller Home Price Index was released, and this has got a huge lag. These are numbers from from uh, March of 2020. These days, that seems like eons ago, but uh, we did see uh, U.S. price increase of 3.9% in March. Um, And then we had uh, pending home sales um, that were released as well in March, and uh, they dropped 16.3%. uh, that's that's relative to last year, the same time. So, uh, you know, we've got a lot of information. GDP, that was probably the other big number this week. We had instead of 4.8% decline, as was the preliminary number, we are seeing now a 5% decline in the first quarter. So, uh, you know, not the best of news, but also a few glimmers of hope uh, mixed in with this. And I would say the biggest one is that number that uh, consumers are looking to see a little more uh, promise coming our way in the future. Let's uh, take a real quick break right here. When we come back, we'll have a dog of the week and uh, talk about a financial situation that we would like to cover this week. Stick around, you're listening to Money Talks. Money Talks. We'll be right back. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. 
It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.